Gate 14 podcast. What a weekend for the boys. What a weekend for the brand. I am now joined by two guys who lost in grown men beer league hockey championship. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it, but that's just, I mean, they I actually I respect that because it keeps you guys grounded from how big of a weekend we had, Avery. So that that's why I respect that. Yeah, they can't all be wins, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh someone's got to lose, and it most definitely was us tonight. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. But uh, uh, JR, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling after that uh, little uh, tough little beer league loss for the boys? How are you feeling? I'm hurt. <laughs> Seriously hurt. <laughs> I was taking a shower and saw a cross check mark size of a ball on the back on my back, my lower back. So I'm definitely not feeling good. My both my elbows are bruised. Feels like I went to war and I was just a men's league final. Jared plays men's league hockey like it's the NHL, which is awesome. Yeah. He's Why cycling he's the puck. He's screaming cycle. Well, yeah, we play, no we play in like decent, mm-hmm. decent enough hockey where that stuff goes on. But because it was the finals, it was basically a full body contact game. Yeah. Like I was yipping this guy. Me and him were, it, it gets to a point where you're yipping each other that you end up just respecting each other at the end of the game. And that's what exactly what happened. We were yipping each other the entire game. He did a dirty play, and he told me after. He's like, he made a comment to me after, like right after. And I was like, you fucking, I knew you would do something like that, buddy. So we were just going at it all game. But uh, hey, I mean, it's good, man. Abe's, Abe and I have to get our com- competitive edge out somehow after yeah. that uh, after I, that Jays game. So I can respect that. But you want to talk about war. I mean, we went to war last night, <laughs> JR. You and I went to war last night. Uh, drunk Johnny tweets where I, I woke up and I was like, did I really tweet? I'm six foot one. Um, yeah, I didn't even see that. The drunk, <laughs> we got after it, man. So I'll give the people the backstory. So we go, our camera guy, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Judah. Mm-hmm. What a Great fucking guy. legend. Mm-hmm. All time camera guy. Doesn't want to be in the spotlight. Was just behind us. Just recording me, recording us, recording fans coming up to us. It was all time. I'm excited to see the vlog. Um, but so we go to this loose moose, I think it's called, and I get three vodka Red Bulls off the rip. I'm getting after it. All right. So we go to the game and I, I don't think I, I think I had one drink at the game. So I was kind of like, damn, I kind of if we're if we're staying here tonight, I got to get my money's worth. And everyone calls me a lightweight, Johnny lightweight, Avery calls me lightweight. I had to have 10 plus vodka Red Bulls at this bar, JR. 10 yeah, plus easily. And they were doubles. I was absolutely drinking every motherfucker under the table at this bar. Everyone. It's because I wasn't there. Whose fault is that, JR? JR, whose fault is that? Yeah. I heard you guys got in a screaming match. No, we got no. it wasn't a scream, it was an unnecessary mm-hmm. screaming match. We're not gonna we go just, into it. it, it, it I need just, to go, I need to go into it. I need it to know. It was just right over here. logistics. It was so a podcast just, logistics. It was a legit it wasn't about the podcast, it was a logistics issue. Okay, I was just mad as a neutral wanted... party. If anything's about logistics, I'm gonna probably take Jer's side over Johnny's. No, no but Johnny no. was we we agreed that it was my fault. Oh part of it was my fault. It goes deeper than just our conversation. Yeah, so it's that's why deep. I don't even want to really go into it. It doesn't even make sense. It was just like such a dumb, like, I just want to start drinking argument. Because originally, JR wanted us to walk mm-hmm. 30 minutes to go back to Chris's house. And that's that's why I left. Like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, exactly. And then because, and his original reasoning was he wanted to drop his the jersey off and his sunglasses. Meanwhile, he has a car beside the Rogers Center. So I was like, why are we doing this? 
Why are we walking 30 minutes to drop off a fucking jersey? That was the entire argument. We mm-hmm. just kept going circles in that argument and me being like, why are we doing this? What well, What's the point of us doing this? So that's pretty much what it was. But he wanted to just not have to spend money on drinks. So that's kind of, I get he wanted to drink at Chris's house. But anyways, so Luplo texted us. We go out for dinner with Luplo. And now JR and Loops are just like boys. Like they were <laughs> like, they were exchanging fucking numbers. Luplo, who uh, JR works for Cuts Clothing. That's why he's moving to LA. Was wearing a Cuts Clothing shirt. And, and JR just came to it. It was like, oh my God, bro. I didn't notice at first because usually like I'll notice that they're wearing cuts, but it was so goddamn dark in there and he was wearing a brown shirt and I didn't think it was, I don't even think that color is like, because when he got his package or whatever from cuts, it was like two years ago. So I don't even think we sell that color still, but it was funny that he, he wears cuts because I was, I didn't even, what happened was, is I was saying, we were talking about how I was moving to LA and I told him the company and he's like, this is cuts. Yeah, no, it, was <laughs> it wasn't like I noticed him, and then we were yeah. talking, which is even funnier. But uh, he's a great guy, man. He is. Yeah. He's such. That's why I root for him to be good so hard. Yeah, like, it was such oh, a. Good it was guy. awesome watching him. Like it was Abe. We were talking about how like next time loops and we go to the game, we gotta sit in the outfield, like right side in the <laughs> outfield, and just get the loop low chance going. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was it, it was a good night, but we gotta talk about. The night that took over the internet, the coochie corner. We did it. We fucking did it, man. It's like dude, crazy. I was searching it on Twitter and there was a hot, there was hundreds of tweets about coochie corner. Yeah. And I, I know we rag on Buck Martinez, but I want to give him a shout out, man. Not, he didn't have to say that. Like he didn't have to exactly say Kikuchi corner. He could have just said it was like a Kikuchi fan section there or anything like that. The fact that he said Kikuchi corner is so massive for the brand it's absolutely fucking insane Mm -hmm. and the amount of like the k's were a game changer the japan flags were a game changer it was just an all-time i mean it was a really like a where were you moment in gate 14 history to be honest like i i still i'm i'm happy i was sober for that moment because it fucking ruled like just the fans were going crazy kikuchi carves they mention us on sportsnet our phones are fucking exploding Jay Avery, I mean, was it everything you expected or was it like just exceeded it like crazy? So I would like to say, first of all, thanks to everyone who came out and for being like respectful. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be an idiot zone because we're we're idiots. We bring that off. I thought it was going to be bad. Like I was like, yeah, oh. like it might get might get bad. I was going to I said I felt bad for people in the section, but it was respectful, just cheering good goddamn baseball. And it was awesome to see. So. Thanks to everyone who came out for that. And thanks for not being dickheads, pretty much. Yeah. That's, that's all you can ask for, pretty much. It's, uh, it, it, like I said, man, I'm excited for the next one. I, unfortunately, I don't think we'll be able to make the next one because it's at one o'clock on a fucking Wednesday. I don't think I worked that week, so I might have to solo rip it. Um, But <laughs> I might have to solo rip But I think, it's going to be so impossible what's for me the to get next, tickets. What's the next thing? What's What are your big plans for Kikuchi's Corner? Like, it's, I just it, wanted it, a perfect world. Fuck. It's it's I was looking, it has a mind of its own now. It's only three tickets left. And if you go on Vivid Seats and StubHub, there's only one section sold out in the 500s that they're not offering. And it's only section 530 for that game. Do you think so maybe I, the team did that? 
No, I think it, it's either it's two things. So I know schools, maybe the Jays are trying to fuck us so over. I, I know schools do stuff like that, right? Because yeah, it might be a school, day. Perfect, yeah, be a school be section. Day. One, it might be a school section. Or two, it's just like it's just the word spread like crazy. But I'm expecting – I want – I say we don't do it every single you say start because then it gets old. I want it to be spot starts. Like – I don't know if that makes sense, I guess, but I want it to be like special where it's like we can get because now everyone knows about it. We could get like two sections just full of people, you know, because I think we could easily do would be to get the team on board and like them make the K's or something would be like, yeah, if it was if it was uh, if it was like like Felix Hernandez's one and it was first level to the right side. Oh, my God, (laughs) that would be. Like where the where the corner is on the right, and everyone was there. Oh, that I'll be- tell you what though, I am pissed that no one asked you say about it. I'm mad that we didn't get a quote on what he thought. Why did or- they interview? Why did they interview Jansen on his birthday over Kikuchi, who had nine strikeouts? English, Jer. Yeah, so bring the translator out. True, true. Could have. I mean, yeah. like interviewing Jano on his birthday and then asking him about. How Yusei was throwing is just yeah. Like, I would have ridiculous. liked to hear from Yusei because the crowd would have went fucking bananas. And honestly, another part of me was hoping that he would have get gotten taken out in the middle of an inning. Yeah, so I we could have had too, like a standing yeah. O, and he could have at least tipped his cap and acknowledged us. We kind of got sewered with that, but it but was if we crazy. Were in the hundreds, man. he would know. Like, yeah, he... that's why the hundreds. I think the one of these days we just go full out and call it a hundreds on a weekday. And we can get them for decently cheap. Yeah, because right? the weekend like was crazy, especially that game. The weekend will be out. too expensive for the yeah. to hundreds. The yeah, for sure. But I wanted to touch on it because it was uh, a real like crazy moment when you because this is what happened. So I, I was obviously being filmed the majority of the time and stuff like that. Then my phone just started getting a fuck ton of notifications. And I look at it and it's just like, holy fuck, you're on sports now. Holy fuck, you're on sports. Holy fuck, you're on sports now. It was insane. Like, Buck Martinez and Dan Schulman openly talking about Kikuchi Corner is the craziest thing I think that's ever happened on this podcast. And it's like, I don't, by a substantial I don't like Buck that much, but that was nice for him to say, for sure. It, it was, because he, he didn't have to do that. They, they could have just panned to it, and they could have said, oh, look, there's a Kikuchi, uh, there, there's some Kikuchi fans up there. The fact that he said Kikuchi Corner, like we just said, is it makes it so much cooler. So I just wanted to give a thank you to everyone that showed up and uh, all the tweets and stuff like that, because... Um, Fuck, it was awesome. And, and it, it was it didn't help that it was probably his best start as a blue jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was it was. I mean, he was insane. But we'll, let's talk about the Friday game first. So for Friday, we were there with the score bet. Uh they got us really good tickets. And uh what Jose Barrios, this is what we were talking about, boys, when we're saying he is the most frustrating pitcher on the planet because he does stuff like he did on Friday, where you're just like what the fuck? Like, why can't you just do something in the middle of this? Like, not car. Like, I'm not asking you to be Cy Young. I'm not asking you to be a trash can. Just be somewhere in the middle. He was so good on Friday, man. So fucking good on Friday. Yeah. Uh, again, that's why you get mad and get frustrated at good players. I'll see. I see the TikTok comments of chirping you saying, "Oh, he stunk out loud." But then you give a guy his flowers when he's good. Like, obviously, he had such a better outing. And it's frustrating. You see a guy had so much potential. Pretty good in his first half season here, right? From Minnesota. And then it's just gone. Like, 
everything. You know the swings and misses are there. It was nice for him to see a little little change in the pitch mix again, maybe, but with a ton of change-ups. Um, but fuck, man. So you were right. He is so frustrating because it looks like he can be so good. He was so good. Like hitters were off balance. Weak contact for majority of the appearance, weak contact. And it's just like, fuck, dude. Can we just, can we like, cause it, you know how good he is. We all know how good he is. And he never pitches like this. And we called it on the podcast. We said that was going to be the best start of his, uh, of the year so far for him was against his best opponent. And what does he do? He carves the Tampa Bay Rays in hands on their first loss. It was just the most Toronto Blue Jays thing ever. That's what it was. It was the most Toronto Blue Jays series ever. It was awesome. Like, obviously a win against the Rays. He'll take that any time of the week. And what sucks for the Jays is two straight series where you build momentum early, and then it's like kind of a crapshoot in the last one when you need you should be sweeping the bad teams. When you have a team dead to rights, kind of like the Rays were, it would be nice to just bounce on them, but then you don't get a zero to start the game. But Jose Brios was awesome. Awesome game again. Thanks to the score, but it was nice to be in the stadium for the first time again. And then the content we did, the George Romano video <laughs> is one of the funnier things I think I've ever filmed in my life. And just use it all the time. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the music in the background and, uh, <laughs> and make it a clip. Like he's coming out for sure. And tweet that every time, but fuck was that really funny. And then we got, we definitely got to see uh, the pick on the Schneider's dog, too. Yeah. Holy shit. It was, was an all-day content day. It was an all-day content day. And I guess let's, let's talk about the renovations of the Rogers Center. So we kind of mm-hmm. got to see all of it. on. No, we didn't see all of it. on. We saw the 100-level, the catch bar, and then Schneider's on Friday, and then the the 500-level the ones on Saturday. What, what were your guys' thoughts on the catch bar? Because I made a video on it. I didn't post it, but... It's just you're not out of baseball field when you're there. It's like I, I know stadiums are kind of evolving and stuff like that, but when you talk about where we were at Bush Stadium, Avery, there's not really a fucking nightclub in right field where you no. just don't hear the game. That's what it was at the cash bar. It was like I was at a at Queen Street Warehouse or some shit, and I wasn't you because me and Avery, me and Jr. were there because we wanted to go see what it was like and all that type of stuff. And the Rays had a home run, and I had no fucking idea they because hit back there was to no back home runs. We didn't even hear it. Yes, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like. At some point, it's just, it's just, it's, well, what are we doing here? It's so I'll, really... like to, I'll like to rebuttal with that on the Jays side, because I agree 100%. You have no idea there's a baseball game going on. You have a DJ there, so you can't hear the sounds of the game. But for casual baseball fans who are just going to the game to get pissed drunk in their seats, they're just going to get pissed drunk in the outfield and make the building look more full on TV. It's a good point. Instead of in the 500s where you're not going to really get, it looks like an awesome time out there. People are enjoying themselves. And if you're going to get young people into the game and that's the way that you're going to do it, you will bring people in. We're in the Corona Lounge. It was legit a Toronto bar. Mm -hmm. Just the amount of people, how busy it was, how loud it was. And you just couldn't tell there was a baseball game unless you're on the railing. But it's, I think it's something different. Like happy to get people in the building, no matter which way you can do it. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess with the general admission tickets, you like it's it's you pretty much people are treating it as like cover at a bar, right? Where it's like twenty dollar cover to get into Queen Street, or uh, I know I'm mentioning it a lot, but other bars and stuff like that, where it's like twenty dollars gets you in. You go to the bar, you just sit down and just shoot the shit with your buddies, or try to pick up girl or whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, I mean, it looks crazy. One thing that it, my mind can't comprehend is how they just cut the cement so we're like the cash bar just like an empty and then it's just like there's no cement over it 
You know what I'm saying? I don't understand the logistics of that, but it looks cool that it's just like an open concept where you could just walk and just stand there and you could just see the 500s on top of you and you could see the game. I like that aspect of it too. I think it's cool. I think it's, I guess it makes sense doing it because it attracts more people to go. And I guess guys can bring their girlfriends and their girlfriends can hang out with their friends when the boys are just chilling that you, you they could just fuck off to the cash bar, or the Corona lounge. So it, is, it does make sense. It's just so fucking loud in there, man. It's yeah, so it's, loud. Just think about guys who are kind of our age. It's three o'clock. Let's go to the Jays game pregame for the night. Perf- perfect time to go out and just kind of get drinks and be in a different setting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean the Schneider place is and you can fall and you can fall in love at the Corona Lounge. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you, if you tried to find love at the Corona Lounge, you can do it. <laughs> I think we gotta just get the Jays on board. We should do a reality show, like like uh, Love Island, like us three, and we just we have to figure out. Well, Jr. is gonna be in Cali probably by the time we get the logistics of Love Island figured out. But we just have a shit ton of applicants trying to get with the Gate Fourteen boys, and we just film a Love Island or Milf Manor. Maybe some of the walk those slides where we just try to find love at the Corona Lounge, like a reality TV show. I think that makes the most sense. I we mean, should do the, uh, you know, the TikTok series where the guy says, "Find the hottest person here," and then they got to go ask the person to kiss them. Yeah, that's what we should do. But kiss or slap version. Yeah, kiss or slap every yeah, time. I I, uh, I I was there for a small amount of time at the Corona Lounge on Saturday. I couldn't really get a clue of it. The lines were so fucking long. So big. And like, I could see it. You could definitely fall in love there. But we went 0 for 2 this weekend falling in love. Um, <laughs> but back to, the, uh, back to the Schneider place. The Schneider place is just hilarious. I mean, you got the hot dog teeter-totter. All the seats are like just kind of Schneider seats and like the Schneider hot dog seats, stuff like that. That poutine dog, I will say this. I didn't have a bite. Avery did the review because I just didn't want to do the review because it looked disgusting. It just, it looks so gross. Like, I don't know how people could eat, like, genuinely have multiple of those. It's like a heart attack on a bun. Okay. Um. Yeah, it wasn't great. I'll say that. It wasn't great. I was fighting for my life that night and the next morning. Um. But it's. It's not for everyone. They had like a P-mail something. They have some we- a Caesar dog. Like, I don't even know what that e- that means. But they had they had everything there. Um, but I don't think the poutine dog is going to stick for that long. If I had to guess. It could be way better. Like the cheese curds were dog shit. And then they use home fries, which is the worst thing ever to use on a fucking hot dog. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like you use real fries. Then it would just like stack up so tall. Maybe like sh- you know those shredded potatoes that you get at breakfast sometimes, like an IHOP. Yeah, that would yeah. Be the yeah. Caesar hot dog would probably be worse. What's on I that? would fucking demolish. That's Caesar probably Caesar. And I will say this: this is I can finally say this now, because like I said, hashtag single Johnny. You won't find hotter women on the planet than you'll see at the Toronto Blue Jays games on a weekend. I'll say it. It is absurd. Like, I was walking around. I was like, what in the fuck? Like, it's just credit to the city, man. Credit Toronto's to the good-looking city. It is a good-looking mm-hmm. city. It, it was uh, – someone bonked me in the comment section. I, I don't care. It's There is just an absurd amount of good-looking women at Toronto Blue Jays games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just this weekend, but holy fuck. I'm ready to find love at the Corona Lounge, man. I really am. I really am. I'm excited for. I'm excited for my future with my future wife at the Corona. Something about, something about uh, your wife just rocking some Jays gear at the game too. It's man. just. It's. It's the best thing on the planet is when when girls wear Blue Jays stuff. It's just. It's all time. Someone bury me in like 
I might get married in, in, a, in like Blue Jays tuxedo with my wife. That's what I might be doing. But I'm uh, just it, like it, a it, full uniform guy and full uniform girl. We actually ended up seeing them on Friday. Uh, you'll see it in the uh, TikTok we, we're going to be making for the score bet. Um, yeah, but it just it's cool to see the Rogers Center different, man. I'm so used to just seeing those like tall, just uh, dark or light blue walls with like those shitty ads on them and stuff like that. It was refreshing. It's refreshing seeing like a roller coaster looking wall, elevated bullpens where the pitchers are under it, like with the the screen in front of them and stuff like that. It was cool. It was, I, I really do like the renovations. I'll, I'll, I'll pump their tires. It looks sick. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a reason to go to some areas that would never have been used before. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a huge upgrade. And I heard, I actually found out, uh, what the Renos are next year? It's like they're taking out the first level and they're they're positioning the seats at a different angle because when they built the stadium, it was meant to be for football as well. So it'll be all pointing, like I guess, in a better direction towards the field. Yeah, uh, which they're going to cool. put in those new seats. Did you guys like the five hundred seats? Yeah, they were good. Yeah, they were cool. They I were think cool. they gave you what, a little more room, something. Yeah, like that. but I for still sure. hate the railings. I, I hate wish. the fire. I hate the railings. That's why I, I think Kikuchi Corner would be so much better. The railings know. were the railings. I guess are so people don't like flip over. Obviously, yeah, like, it's so it, much steeper. Like we went to Cleveland and they had no railings in their five hundreds, but I think the five hundreds at Rogers Center is just so steep. It is, yeah. That's like a liability for sure. Fuck, especially you're in a playoff game and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, it's um, I'm I'm excited. Like obviously, that, that that's going to be the the place to be in the summer, man. I think they sold out every single game the general admission tickets, so they're clearly doing something right with that. Um, I know obviously it's still early with it, but man, it, they're they're definitely doing it right for sure. And uh, we went to me and Jr. Also went to uh, what was the place and left Jr. There's uh, the Park Social. Park Social, mm-hmm. kind of a weird setting. It's more yeah, it's meant like a- for like kids. It's like a right. babysitting area, you know, yeah. like, like, it's like where you just leave your kids there. And then you just say, you don't leave here. I'm sure we're going to go watch yeah. the game. You just stay and play. I, that the is show. not the vibe I got from there. I saw uh, only grown adults. <laughs> what? They have MLB the show simulators and shit there. What do you mean? It's for grown adults. No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying is what I saw. Not that it, that's what it was for. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, I think it's just I think that's for like just kids. Like, for example, 10 years down the road when I have a child, I'm just going to drop it off there and just, I'm going to, I'm going to do shit. You just stay here and play. MLB they the should show. add a little, like you can pay to drop off your kid there. You know like what a I mean? daycare. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. My high school had that. Cause our pregnancy rate was so high. There was like daycares under the uh, weight room. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, that's outrageous. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. The Bishop Reading, Bishop Reading secondary school fucks, man. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, this is, I'm just, how I'm many just, people did you know there on Saturday? I felt like every single person I've ever met in my life was at the Jays game on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a story about one guy. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, you gotta tell this story is, I'm is not going to mention his name. So anyways, story. he buys, by the way, he had 900, oh, he had $950 <laughs> on Kikuchi strikeouts, which obviously was like the easiest bet ever hit like the third inning. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna go buy a jersey, a Varsho jersey. He originally said, I was like, that's a good idea. I mean, I get like, he's uh gonna be here for a while, so that's a good. <laughs> he comes back with a Matt Chapman jersey, and he, I get a call. He's like, Johnny, I'm fighting for my life right now at the Blue Jays shop, bro. And I was like, what do you mean? He sent me a picture. Just the the number on the Chapman jersey he bought was just falling off. 
the, the like the name Chapman was like ripping off, falling off for no reason. So he went to go return it, and the lady wouldn't take the return. She said, "You have to go downstairs. You have to go downstairs." He's like, "I'm not going downstairs. Why are you being such a bitch? I'm not going downstairs." So she goes downstairs for him, and he's waiting for 20 minutes. So he's like, "I'm not waiting anymore." He just rips a jersey off the rack and just runs. And then I see him outside. And he is wearing a medium Toronto. He he stole the wrong size Toronto Blue Jays jersey. So it was just, it was just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And that was what you said. I mean, every every single Instagram story I saw on my personal Instagram, people were at that Jays game. It was insane. It was just like it was like a just like a reunion for just all of old like people that I've known since I was like kid, a kid. Yeah, I was walking out of the game and I saw three or four people that I didn't even no, we're there either. And then Jared and I got caught up with an old coworker. Shout out to Cole, a guy I hadn't seen forever. I, like I could have stood there and talked to him for fucking ten innings. It was just like, man, I gotta keep going. Go watch this game. But yeah, yeah. So it's uh, yeah, that Saturday fucking ruled, man. It was just such a good day for the. Brand. Are you? Do you love? Because I'm a proponent of I love the midweek games when there's not a lot of people there, and yeah. I can kind of spread out and do like we can do our thing. And then the Saturday games are just crazy with that many people there. Are you are you guys on the same boat with me? With I like a mix of it. I, I don't like being at a Jays game when no one's there. It feels a little bit empty. It feels a little bit weird. I do know for room standpoint, like us being able to do content stuff, it makes the most sense. Like it sucked um, being Coochie Corner and like us being four rows away from each other because a lot of the vlog is literally just going to be me, probably like the reaction stuff like that. But um, yeah, it, it, there's, there's give and take, obviously it's cooler when the stadium's louder and like you, you, it's good to capture that on the vlog and it's just not empty seats and stuff like that. But I will say, I do like a good mix of it. I won't go to every weekend game, but I'll go to one in a while. I'll go to more weekday games than weekend games, obviously. Cause the weekend is first of all, getting into the city is impossible. Yeah. Uh, it's like just fucking hell. And then during the week, it's kind of more chill, more relaxed. And I do like that for sure. Where, where do you stand with that? Jay, are you a weekday or, or weekend guy? Um, that's, uh, I think, I think I would say weekend, but it, it's exciting, uh, to think of the idea of a weekday with, with all the changes. I think with all the changes, weekdays are going to be, are going to be way better than I think there's going to be more people at weekday games compared to last year because of the stuff. Yeah. Those places, especially for the first week, but I mean, those places were jammed. I mean, every place was jam packed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what the bars and stuff like that are like during the week if it's still busy and all that type of stuff. But, um, yeah, so let's go into the games. We'll start talking baseball talk here now. So Friday, obviously, man, Jose Barrios, what what an appearance. We just talked about him, but Boba Shet, fellas, Boba Shet, five for fucking five, fastest Blue Jay to five hundred hits. It just you don't. I know we always talk about this. We really take this dude for granted. This dude has 500 hits in 407 games. It's the most ridiculous shit ever. It really is. And Luplo was talking to me and JR about it last night. Luplo was literally saying he's the best hitter he's ever seen. Like, we take him for granted as fans because of the way he plays at shortstop. But, that like, he was obviously the, the clear point on Friday where it was like, wow, this guy's special. That was probably the thing that stood out to me the most. Yeah, he was just, he scored a run couple doubles just awesome for him and then one of the other things that luplo said is that they just want everyone to hit like bo which is pretty funny <laughs> yeah yeah they'll tweak some things that they just want everyone to hit like bo 
Uh, one of the worst parts of that game was Brandon Belt again. Sadly, that was tough to see in person. Um, <laughs> oh, then again, you had like Kevin Kiermeyer figuring things out at the bottom as well against the Rays. But no, Bobachet again. I always it was shocking to me the first time I saw it, him leading the AL and hits two years in a row, and he's just doing it again and again. I looked at a spray chart today, um, and I was just I was shocked at how many hits he has the opposite way, um, because it, I think he's pulling the ball. As so far this season, his career average, he pulls the ball 30%. This season, 24%. So it's wow. way down. Um, his career average for going the other way, 33%. And so far this season, it's at 43%. So he's just, he's fighting off breaking balls and just pushing them the other way for hits like it's no one's business. And he can just wear out over the second baseman's head all season and just rack up hits. And yeah, what are we going to say? It's going to be awesome. Seeing Brandon Belt take the worst swings I've ever seen in person on Friday, it just solidifies like just you, he can't be taking way at bats from Kirk, man. He can't be. He, it just I don't know what Brandon Belt is doing sometimes at that. I mean, that at bat where I said this was the worst at bat I've ever seen in my life. It was three pitches. Good morning. Good afternoon. Swung at a ball in the dirt. Just walk back to the dugout. It's just non-competitive at bats. That's all it is. It's not competitive at bats. It's terrible. It's absolutely fucking terrible. I'm a proponent of giving someone time to fix things, but like you look at Luplo who hadn't seen pitching in four days, gets three at bats, whatever. Then he hasn't, Mm -hmm. doesn't see pitching for a week again and three at bats. Like you're not going to expect a guy like that to succeed, but belt has given been given the opportunity to succeed and hasn't done anything. Yeah. And you got, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's like the bottom of the order was tough to watch on Friday. It just it was it was just the most top heavy shit I've ever seen. Like, uh, but no, it, it's it, once the bottom of the order figures this out, like Jano's kind of figuring it out. He's starting to hit the ball hard, starting to be good with that type of stuff. It's um, it's gonna be a fucking problem because you can make the argument that, I mean, today was just uh, today was just like uh, it was a punt game. They they looked like they didn't give a fuck. They were facing one of the best pitchers in baseball. It was like whatever. Let's just fucking let's just let's just take this out and just go to Houston. That's what it was today. As soon as Alec Manoa gave up three in the first or whatever he did, um, the the team was cooked. And as soon as McClanahan didn't blow up in the first, it was like oh fuck, like on to Houston for sure. Yeah, and then so obviously Friday was a weird game. Jimmy Garcia giving up back to back home runs. That's something that's just not like him. Uh, it's really not like it was just a, it was a weird game, but credit to Barrios for bouncing back, man. He looked really good. I hope he can pick this up. I hope he can continue to do this. And when he pitches against Houston on Thursday, I hope he can keep it up because it's special. It's so fun to watch him when he's pitching good because his pitches mo- just fall off the table. It's awesome. So we'll go into the Saturday game now. I mean, obviously, I know we touched on it a pretty decent amount, but you say, man, fuck those pitching ninja videos of him K strutting are fucking awesome are awesome man like he's just a cocky you say kikuchi is the coolest thing ever because he knows he's good and he's throwing 98 backdoor like just backdoor on the black it's just fuck it was i i watched the videos back because obviously you can't see the swing and misses that we're getting from up there but fuck he, he was so good so good dude and that's what we expect from him man he has such good stuff he's so electric uh, a confident pitcher is a dangerous one. One of the, I think Kevin Cash said that, or John Schneider. John Schneider which said that. Okay, yeah. Fuck it. It's awesome to see 
him just like happy and doing well. <laughs> there was a lot of tweets I saw from people saying like, yeah, getting on board with Yusei Kikuchi kind of started like as a joke to start the year. And maybe it did, but fuck, if you can will a guy back to pitching well based on some fan support and him doing a little bit better, why don't we just do this for like other guys that would do this as well? Right. It's like awesome for him, man. You don't want a guy signed to a contract like that pitching poorly. You don't want to root for a guy to pitch poorly. So it's awesome. Just seeing that shit. And again, we were in a bad spot when the right-handed hitters were up and they'd foul him off. It felt like Jano had eight balls on two strike counts pop out of his glove. And we cheered like they, it was a strikeout and we really just saw the ball on the ground and it wasn't. So that sucks. And being at games, you don't really take in information as well because there's so much shit going on, but fuck man. When I look back on some of that stuff and all the swings and misses, that was an electric appearance. Oh, it, fuck. I just want to live that moment again because it was his, I think that was his second career high of strikeouts. He had nine. And it just, he he could have had more. I mean, Jano kind of screwed him over a lot with those uh, the drop balls behind the plate. But it's just, Yusei Kikuchi confident man is like, it's, it's a, he's the third hardest throwing lefty in baseball. That's just plain and simple. So he, when his stuff is working, it's it's really hard to hit, and it's awesome to watch a lefty like that throw ninety seven on the black and have nasty breaking stuff, which is what he had. So it's like, hey man, if he could at least, I'm not asking for him to do that every game because that was crazy. That was like Cy Young shit. But if it's somewhere in the middle, man, it's fucking give it to me. I want like just give me the, just something in the middle of it, consistency. That's all we're asking for. And if he can do that. He's had one bad start in 2023. That's all against the Angels. Other than that, he's been really good. Spring training, first appearance, and then the, and the last one. He's had one bad one. So the if he one, can keep this up, problem. The one run he gave up was on a home run that had an expected batting average of point oh nine oh, like it's under serious? 100 expected batting average. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's like obviously it still counts as a run. It doesn't matter yeah. what the expected batting average is, but that goes to show you that was a, that was a pretty pretty impressive outing and, and a huge spot as well like if you were to tell me at the start of the year you're facing a raised team that's 13 and 0 you're gonna take two and three and Alec Manoa is gonna have by far the worst start of your pitchers there besides Jose Barrios and you say Kikuchi out probably would have called you a liar yeah no for sure for sure I he was he was awesome and this bullpen's been awesome I've been going at it with Blue Jays dad this bullpen now after this weekend is the seventh ranked bullpen in baseball we haven't been able to say that for a very, very long fucking time. The seventh-ranked bullpen in baseball, below a four ERA, below a four bullpen ERA. That is how you win championships. That is how you go deep in playoff runs. And it helps when you have a guy like Zach Pop who is skyrocketing on everyone's charts. I think he is probably the fourth-best guy in this bullpen. Yeah, because your your boy, uh, Anthony Bass, is he's going down. He's terrible. I need you to talk about it. Well, should we go into it now? Yeah. So that okay. Saturday Jays win. Obviously, awesome game. Well, let's talk about it. So headlines to steal on Sunday. Anthony Bass makes a tweet that his two-year-old was just throwing popcorn around like it's a fucking playground on the United Airlines flight. And he tweets, You made my 22-week pregnant wife pick it up, and all that type of stuff. I'm on the flight attendant side. I think their job is to keep the plane safe and to like worry about that. And also just have some fucking decency. Like you see your kid doing that. Just stop being a piece of shit entitled motherfucker and just pick it up. 
it's just it, it's such a weird and bad look and such like a weird hill to die on. I don't understand why he was like why he hit send on that tweet <laughs> and why he thought like everyone would agree with me on this when it was just no one agreed with him. Love, love makes you do crazy things. I need to know Jared's take. This I've been waiting all day for this. <laughs> I just thought it was one. It was like I think he tweeted at one point. His last tweet was like an hour before game time. <laughs> yeah. Like this guy was in the pen tweeting about no, this no, shit. No, no way he was doing that. I'll show. I mean, I'll, he was I'll, sitting I'll in the time. pen. He was somewhere in the chain. But like, you think some of the boys are like, dude? He tweeted this at twelve oh seven. Yeah, the game was at fucking one thirty-seven. So, do you think some of the boys saw it? And be like, what? Like to each other? Like, why the fuck did he tweet this? <laughs> like, it just wasn't something like that's just something you keep like internal. Like, oh fuck, like fuck United for doing that. You know, like, but like the fact that he tweeted out like a a story type tweet and thought everyone was gonna like he's acting like. These freaking uh, flight attendants are just supposed to do whatever. You... Garbage ladies. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I, I mean, like, yeah, is it a bad look? Like, but like, it's also very one sided on what Bass thinks. Like, maybe the kid was being like, was doing much more than just that. And it was causing issues. So it's, I just thought it was really weird. Like, why are you tweeting that? <laughs> Like, He's what do you think guy, is going to happen? He's a weird fucking guy yeah, at the end of the day. It's just a really weird thing. It was extremely weird. And it doesn't help when you do that and then you come into the game and immediately get shelled. Like, I know he technically didn't get shelled, but his ERA <laughs> is 675. Like, let's worry about your own job instead of the flight attendants for now. Let's You like, also... You alerted me that his wife has like a million Instagram followers. Yeah, it's because she's... Yeah, she's uh, the sister of Jesse James Decker. So then why isn't she bitching when she definitely has more reach than Anthony Yeah, that Vasta. would make more sense. If My she thing was... is, is when you're as rich as the De- like the Jesse James Decker family, because like they had a reality show, so they're like really rich and that type of stuff. Why is your broke ass flying fucking commercial? You ever think about that, you motherfucker? Yeah, like figure it out. He tweeted five hours ago. He tweeted right after the game. Yeah. Did you see what he tweeted too? Read it. Yeah. He yeah. Said, they provided the popcorn. What, what, <laughs> like what, dude? Of course they provided the fucking popcorn. What you, you're yeah. paying full bags of popcorn on airlines like that? Like open, like uh, cinema bags of popcorn on the fucking airline? No Man, shit they gave getting, you the popcorn. He was getting in the mud, dude. Like, Love makes you do crazy things. It makes you think differently. Oh my God. It almost has a million impressions. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the story of today's game too if it's not alec manoa yeah crazy man bass is gonna get canceled <laughs> well he can he's a fucking he's a january sixer he, he's he's a weird cat he's just a weird fucking cat at the end of the day and i love spencer's tweet did you guys see spencer's tweet avery it wasn't about about the movie theaters no, 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 no. So Spencer tweeted, I got to pull this up. This is the funniest tweet I've ever he read. He had a really life. funny one, too. About Dude, Spencer's the best. That guy just has a heyday when he sees something like this. Spencer's the best. He said, funny story from this week. <laughs> I'm flying Miami to Toronto, and I have this annoying child eating popcorn in front of me. And as soon as the mom goes to the bathroom, I call the flight attendant to clean up the mess, and they made the mom do it. <laughs> Thanks, United. Funniest thing ever. <laughs> He had another one where someone was commenting on the situation and uh, they were talking, they were comparing the uh, f- flying to movie theaters 
how people just come in there. He's like, yeah, they have a cleaning or someone said they have a cleaning crew. And he goes to say, yeah, I usually bring in all my home garbage and leave it in a movie theater too. <laughs> but that's the argument that people were even making to me. Cause I said, um, like, uh, what did I say? I was, I was like, I'm on the flight attendant side. And someone says, when you go to the movie theaters, do you clean up? Yeah. Yeah. I bring my garbage mm-hmm. to the garbage, like a normal fucking human being. I don't just, spam the fucking movie theaters full of my garbage like i'm not a barbarian it was just the most entitled tweet i've ever seen and i was wondering if if like jay's front office guys or even like teammates are looking at that like dude what why are you tweeting this (laughs) yeah we're in the middle of a fucking season and you're tweeting about like popcorn on the floor of a united flight (laughs) that your daughter did it just it, it was such a weird, weird, weird thing to do. And he just kept doubling down because he put it on his Insta story too. He just he? doubled down on it. Yeah. It's like no one agreed with you, bro. No one agreed with you, besides maybe the crazy January Sixers, like the Tommy Loren hive or some shit. They all agreed <laughs> I think with his him. wife probably agreed with him too. Yeah, it just it was just so dumb. It it, it took it the just fact so- that the wife took a picture before <laughs> she cleaned it up too. That was dumber. That was dumber because that mess was insane. There was popcorn fucking everywhere on that floor, <laughs> everywhere. I, I, if I was her, it would have been the a galaxy brain having their headphones in. Why don't they just make the kids clean it up? Hey, clean the up your mess, <laughs> right? Jared, those were infants. Dude, well, see, my thing is this: if I was her and me being like a street smart guy. What I would have done is I would have like picked up and cleaned up like half of it and just took a picture of like barely any popcorn on the floor and just been like, see how crazy they are for not picking this up. I would have got my kid. Isn't that even worse though? If there's like five pieces of popcorn, it's like United won't clean this up. Like, I guess that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it goes both ways, but it's, it's just like, usually what happens like is the normal situation is just like. A flight attendant would just be like, "Do you need help with this to clean up?" Like maybe there was an altercation on the plane. I'd, I don't. The flight really attendant understand. has nuts to tell her to clean it up. I yeah. respect that's a power move. She probably lost her job because of it. Right? <laughs> Telling a pregnant woman to clean. <laughs> Some of the flight attendants can be pretty aggressive. No, yeah, they, they can. Some be. people hate their but jobs. In this situation, though, like, what do you want them to get on their knees to clean up? To clean up after a child just like just throwing popcorn everywhere? No, it's it's, it's funny. Just crazy why Bass is like, yeah. why, dude? Just like, yeah, just shut the fuck up, bro, like, dude. Just... You have a game in an hour, man. You know what's the craziest thing about this series? Like, this is off topic. with the Bass stuff is, is the Jays won two out of three and only hit one home run. Like, that's the new brand of Blue Jays baseball. One, they're playing in Coors Field North, like Avery said. And two, they're doing this without home runs in a small little league ballpark. It's crazy. It's, it, I think that's the most impressive thing, Avery, for me at least. Well, maybe it's not playing that big because there wasn't that many home runs this weekend at all. It was just an outburst in the first game. And again, um, the dome was closed for the first game when they hit a ton of home runs. And then after that, it was open every game, was not. Yes. So, so it's playing a little different, I guess, with the roof open. Yeah, we'll see. It, it, it's it, it, it's interesting brand of baseball, but that ball George Springer hit on Friday, that first Holy pitch ball, shit. was annihilate, was skull fucked on. That I almost, ball, I first pitch. I missed it because of my stupid fucking phone. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. So Avery had a massive collapse on Friday. So I send Avery the tickets, and his phone just doesn't work. So he couldn't go to his Apple wallet. So we had to just, I had to continue to show the usher. By the way, it's so fucking dumb. You can't just show your ID to the usher yeah. and the ticket being sent to, to you. We almost had to manage so your alert. We had that. to go. I was going to have to buy another ticket and go in. And then he said they don't sell physical tickets anymore. So it's like, if your phone doesn't work, how can you get in? So how does 70-year-olds go to the Blue Jays games? Yeah, I don't know. They're, um, yeah, I think LG you can rumors. print it at home. I think you can print it at home. I guess if you have the bar. What's it called when uh, associations or companies try to fuck over the older people? Ageism. Ageism. Do the Toronto Blue Jays have ageism? Issues, Some are yeah. starting to say. Some are, it's just crazy there's no physical tickets anymore. I, I, Is I there know scalpers? Do, the, do those yeah, people but exist? I don't know how they would send them to you. I guess There's email. One. But my thing is this is like one of the coolest things when I was a kid, at least growing up, was having the physical tickets and then being able to just kind of store them. And like when I grow up looking back on it, like I do now with my old Blue Jays tickets, it's just now it's it's gone out of your phone in like a second, like the day after it's just out of your Apple wallet. You never see it again. It's I don't I'm, I'm out on technology. I'll say it right now. I'm out on <laughs> the, technology. Uh, like the old Leafs tickets. My dad used to have company tickets that I get to go to a couple games a year and they'd have art on them and stuff of the players on the team. That, those are nice collectibles. Now, now they just add up in my Apple wallet right next to my credit card. It's like, Oh yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Kind for of sure. I went, I went to the mobile ticket help. My phone was dead to rights. Like wouldn't turn off. Wouldn't do anything at all. And she goes, she takes my phone. We had tried everything to turn on and off and she just clicks she goes, holds the side button, up, down, up, down. My phone miraculously turns off. She's like, yeah, this happens all the time. And she, I just couldn't believe it. I finally get into the you game. Almost, the I missed the it. first inning. And then I see or the top of the first, I think. And then after that, we were fine. But I was I was flustered, man. That stunk out loud. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's go into Sunday's game. What the fuck's going on with Alec Manoa? What's going on? I mean, this is three starts in a row now. I guess the KC one was good, but it's the fucking Kansas City. Like, come on, it's Kansas City Royals. Like, that's let's not let's not be. That's when you know Alec Manoa's been bad. Is when you're justifying he had a good start against the Kansas City Royals to make it seem like he was has been good this year. He has been fucking terrible. He walks everyone. No one swings at his slider. We were talking about that on the stream, Avery. No one even offers at it. They just I don't know if there's if they if he like is tipping it or what he's doing, but when he throws it, there's not even a bat off the shoulder. It's just, I'm going to let this, you said there's it's 21. It was 21% strikes today with the slider, right? Yeah. So let's go 32% strikes on the slider. And they only had a zone swing percentage of 33%. And when they swung at it in the zone, they had a hundred percent contact rate. Um, he only had an out of zone swing percentage of 32%. He did get, uh, he only got two whiffs on it too. It's like you feel it's the left foot or the left batter's box where the slider ends up to righties on a, on a neutral count where it's like, no one is swinging at this at all. I think it's gotta be a pitch tipping issue, man. Like from how good it seemed to be last year to how bad it is now. How can you just get that much worse with not a lot changing? And again, it was walks with him too. Like, what a horrible start. Did you think the Yandy Diaz thing was on purpose? 
No, no, no I don't no. think so either. I, it, no. it made... There was there was there was some um, there was something right there from before. I, not that I remember. If someone in the comments there was something. can let us know. I mean, know. holy fuck, bad. He was terrible today. Horrible. Like, you can't come like you. You just you just didn't set up this team to have a chance to win this game like at all. Just a horrendous start from the first pitch. Jr. Yeah, he hits the first pitch, guy, yeah. and then next guy walks him on four pitches. That's yeah. when you knew it was going to be a catastrophic appearance from yeah. Alec Manoa today. But when bad things go, they start to they start to snowball of more bad things. Like Josh Lowe, I definitely think he swung and went on that one in the first mm-hmm. inning, but um. That third base ump, I was done with his shit all weekend. But yeah, horrendous. That should have been out of that pitch that he threw. Yeah. To low after should have been gone. I mean, that was fucking the slider terrible. top of the zone. Yeah. I when that came off the bat, I actually thought that was just gonna. I'm like, that has to be out of the park. That was a horrendous pitch. <laughs> yeah. But again, he was like a, a check swing call away from being good. And then yeah. the other one, the Christian Bedencourt home run, is a squibber from Videl Bruhan that goes to Matt Chapman that Josh Lowe runs to third on, which made no no sense. Chapman doesn't make a play, and then a home run happens. So, again, it was kind of unlucky. But you you kind of make your own luck, I think, right? Like mm-hmm. being in the zone more often. If you're going to throw a ton of balls, you're in the zone not that mm-hmm. often. I Then they hit you when it's in the zone. It's going to make for some bad shit, man. So where do you stand right now with your – Five most comfortable pitchers you are with the Toronto Blue Jays. And I'll, I'll go first. I, I don't think this is a hot take by any means. Obviously, Gossman won. That's not even just – he is light years better than every other pitcher on this team. Bassett's looked really good his last two appearances. Yeah. I'm going Gossman, Bassett, Kikuchi, Manoa, Barrios. I'm probably there with you. But I'd would you – but can you – but can you – can you justify – being more comfortable with Barrios right now, if I'm not because Barrios no. is actually pitched, but Barrios is pitched no. good against bad te- against against good teams though. Like he no. carved the Rays. Manoa hasn't pitched good against a good team. He got shelled against the Cardinals and shelled against the Tampa Bay Rays and pitched well against the Royals. It you can make arguments for both, but I I 100 agree. It probably has to be Manoa four, Barrios five, but Kikuchi is easily the third most. I'm most comfortable with him on the mound starter based off his spring and all of his starts besides one this year where he got bad luck with the Dalton Varsho drop pop fly. I think it goes Gossman, Bassett, uh, Kikuchi, Manoa, and uh, Barrios. That's like the five most like that's in the order of the most com- guys I'm the most comfortable with. Right, for has sure. to be for sure, uh, but. To be fair, it doesn't that doesn't really matter at all, right? But I think it's a good thing to think about. Alec Manoa, the one <clears throat> good thing I was happy about today is his velo was finally up. Yes. So now let's work off that velo, some game plan things. He kind of took it like a man, too. Um, I, Me and my old man were listening to the post game after I got back from hockey, and he's like, yeah. He took it on the chin. He wore it. He's like, I don't think I really need to go back to the drawing board. He liked what he was throwing. It's just. But he was good besides the first. And then you did a tweet that he was pitching better. And immediately he stunk it up. Yeah. I gave up like seven or six or whatever it was. Yeah. It wasn't good. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's frustrating as fuck because you know how good a guy can be again. Right. It's the Barrios thing. If you're a bad pitcher, if Drew Hutchison's doing this, it's just like a but in our defense, though, Wave, we were warned by the stat nerds about this. We weren't 
We we they yeah. gave us something to worry about with just how hard he does get hit and how much contact he does give up. So we we should have at least a little bit expected it. I think that's I I made it known to you guys that's definitely a possibility of happening. But it's the walks that's the weird thing, mm-hmm. right? Like you don't you can't really account for walks and um like doing the stats and uh fuck what's the word I'm thinking of uh, forecast him walking way more guys. It's True. Just not, it's just that's not a part of it. But the the hard hit is always a thing. You look at FIP and batting average on balls of play, and that tells you kind of how lucky or unlucky you get. And for sure, there's definitely bound to be regression. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Okay, so um, another guy that I have to talk about, or I'll be pissed at myself when I'm talking about this. We talked about this last episode. Santiago Espinal, man, this guy is fucking lost at the plate. Lost at the plate, and. Spring training, you can make the argument that his stock would have been high. He was raking in the spring training. You have teams like the Dodgers who need good defensive, quote-unquote, guys that are able to hit, which he obviously can't do right now. And the Jays held on to him, obviously rightfully so. And now he is just deteriorating. He is worth legitimately fucking nothing. He is 2 for 31 with two RBIs. He's hitting .065, a 121 on base percentage, and a .186 OPS. This guy stinks out loud right now. And obviously, if I'm the Jays, you kind of just have to just keep him and just hope he gets hot. That's all you have to do because he is good defensively. I will give him that. But he has been terrible at the plate. Fucking terrible. And he's getting he's getting opportunities. Not like, like we talked about, Avery, with the Luplo situation where he's hitting once every eight days. Espinal is playing a lot. So this is just inexcusable shit now. Yeah, if uh, Otto Lopez had a better start to uh, his minor leagues, I don't even know his stats. Someone told me that he wasn't playing well. I think there'd yeah. be a conversation about him probably going down at some point here because he needs to play to get better. There's still work to him as a player at the big league level, and if you're going to struggle this much, there might be some mm-hmm. looking into to get him down because, again, as much as Kevin Biggio kind of grinds my gears, he's someone you know – He's going to have good at-bats. He's going to find a way on base as well, and it's just not happening the same way. But you have to play Witt. Witt's, Witt's earned his second, spa- second base spot, man. I know it's obviously we're not talking about he's not hitting like unreal, but he's uh, he's, he's hitting at a 250 clip with Merrifield, and he's going to give you that good defense at second base. He's a grizzled vet. Um, uh, Witt Merrifield is my second baseman right now. That's just – I mean, Witt Merrifield last seven games hitting 296. Eight for twenty-seven. Had a slow start. Really turned it around. Last fifteen games, he's hitting two seventy-three. So, Whit Merrifield deserves to be the everyday second baseman. That's just plain and simple. There's just no other way to discuss. There's no argument to be made about it. He's competing with Biggio and fucking Espinal. Whit Merrifield should be starting every day at second base, and Dalton Varsho should be in left field every single day, no matter what. That's what it should be. Plain and simple. Can't disagree. It's what kind of what I said preseason. Yeah. I thought. Um, yeah. So, so let's go. Again. So let's go into your winners and losers. JR, let's go. Let's start off with your winner. My winner would be uh, I mean, I gotta go with Kikuchi. Kikuchi's my winner. Um, yeah. I guess Kikuchi Corner is my winner, too. I guess a little package deal there. So I'm gonna go with Kikuchi. As you should. J mm-hmm. Avery, what about yours? Fuck, there's a lot. Um I'll go. This probably isn't the best. I'll go Jordy. Um, up two saves, a, two saves, takes a ball off the ribs, 
had some issues. Um, guys on base, there's three shit hits for them to get on base, and he locked them down, and they won the game. So two or two saves for Jordan Romano, and I like, I like what Sportsnet did with them showing him coming into the game. Yeah, I that's think, another one. I fucking thought it was awesome. It was sick, and you, and obviously it's a little bit of copy with the Edwin Diaz stuff, but whatever. But there's no I, reason not to make a closer's entrance really cool. It's yeah, another, exactly. Another part. It should of be cool. That's the home. That's the whole fucking point of home field advantage. So my winner is, I know we, cho- we chirp a lot. I'm going to go with Buck Martinez, man. Uh, every once in a while with this podcast, I, like, uh, I'll get moments where I'm like, I can't believe this is real life right now. And one of those was a guy that I've been watching since I was literally a child every single day in the summer watching Blue Jays baseball mentioned something that we did, mentioning Coochie Corner. That's why I just, he could have been a dickhead about it. He could have said something just completely off brand and then made us fucking go at him and stuff like that and be mad about it. He didn't. He took the high road. He said Kikuchi Corner, which is what we've been talking about the entire time. And uh, yeah, I, that, that's my winner is Buck Martinez, man. That was fucking awesome. I think, that was- and as a podcast, I think the group would say that the Master Gators are big winners for this weekend. Yes, yes, because they showed up in full. I mean... It'll never not be worth having people ask me for pictures, but that the Master Gators were all time this weekend. You fucking love to see it. And it's a rowdy bunch, a rowdy bunch of people, but respectful though. No drunk idiots. So that's I can respect that too. It was a good it was a good bunch of people. So we know, uh, we, can, we, know we can do something like that again. So yeah. Good on the people there. For man. sure. Okay, let's go into the losers. Then we'll just slowly we'll just kind of break down this uh Astro series and then we'll we'll uh send us send them home. Who's your loser this week, JR? Did Abe even pick a winner? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, okay, Jordan. Yeah. Okay. My loser. Um, this might come as a surprise, but it's the poutine dog. That's my loser. That's a good loser. I think it's overhyped as shit. Um, and obviously we talked about there needs to be some difference. There needs to be some additions to that dog if it's gonna compete. <laughs> Um, just have chili uh, cheese dogs instead. Yeah. And then for an actual, I got to put Snyder. I think the loop low putting him in against McClanahan is like, it's like a suicide mission, man. <laughs> like, you know, after what he's, so I think, I think he should give him some sort of opportunity coming up. Yeah, Trust in your guys. It can't get worse than Brandon Belt's Belt. has been that bad. Like you don't, I, I think he's almost overthinking it. Like Belt needs to play at least every third day or, you know. Yeah, or for sure. He's getting worse. But it's like, dude, like you can't. It's not a charity case in the major yeah. league. It's not a charity case. So I agree. So I agree. That's where I'm at. What, what's your loser, Abe? Uh, probably the state of Florida. Um, Alec Manoa's from there. And then Anthony Bass. <laughs> uh, Anthony Bass is. Uh, family flew from florida to canada yeah that's a that's a big loser that's a massive loser this weekend my loser i have two so one of them is me um (laughs) i always promised myself that i would never get finessed by women for drinks and saturday at the bar there was these two italian girls i don't even know if they were good looking no they were they were were. Mm -hmm. i got finagled by them absolutely finagled put in a back pocket finesse job to buy them drinks after i just spent three hundred dollars but lupolo did give me 200 american to pay for everything like because he wanted to pay for the boys so he gave me 200 but uh 
I got finagled by these two Italian girls. They they went into my phone, made me follow them on Instagram. Didn't follow and back. Didn't follow me back. No. So I really blocked them. So that I am the loser of this week is because I know I never want to be that guy. Let me buy you a drink. Let me buy like I'm I never want to be that guy that I, I'm not a guy that gets used for drinks. I think I'm a decent I'm like a five or six. I'm not a two where I have to just buy a girl a drink to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I will never I'll scoop to that level. And I got fucking body bagged by that this week. And I went outside my morals and it will never happen again. So that's one. And the other one is hangovers. I just I, I feel miserable. I, I haven't ate. Uh, you, I mean, fuck. You're an well, idiot yeah. with eating. Well, Shit. yesterday I didn't eat. And then we got Osmos fuck- could be the loser, too. Yeah, we, we had Osmos after we were fucked up. So I just pulled trig and just whatever. It was all gone after. I don't know why I ate that. It was just the most disgusting taste when you're drunk. I don't know why we did that, Jared. It was so dumb. But my loser of the week is hangovers. And uh, so let's go into this Astros series here. Astros might be on poverty watch. I watched their game tonight. Bottom of their lineup is fucking cat shit. They're getting worked by Andrew Haney. And then they have to go up against Kevin Gossman tomorrow. So it's Kevin Gossman versus Christian Javier. Chris Bassett versus Yurquidi. And Barrios versus Luis Garcia. So Barrios versus Garcia. Both pitchers have over a 7-7 ERA. So that game's going to be, I don't know what we could expect from that game, but what are we thinking here, Avery? What are we thinking here? Two one Jays? I like these matchups. I like these pitching matchups. Mm-hmm. I think I've been wrong on every one. So you far. have been. You have been. Yep. I'll go two and one. Two and one. I feel really one. good about Gosman. Um, I think um, the other guys will be fine too. I think Bassett will get a win. Yep. I like that. I think it's I think we have great matchups. Yeah, I Altuve being gone really does fuck this team. This Astros team, they're a completely different team. Bregman's hitting below 200 now, I think, or at least close to it. They're kind of really just relying on like Jordan to just do everything for them, I think. So, yeah, I, I think the Jays offense is in a way better spot than the Astros offense is and the Jays bullpen's in a better spot than the Astros bullpen right now. So, I'm going to go Jays you know what? I'm gonna say Jays. I'm gonna say Jays sweep. The Jays Uh-oh. sweep the Astros in Houston. Yep, I'm calling it. Jays sweep the Astros Houston. Barrios keeps it going and absolutely fucking carves the Houston Astros. So um that's where I'll go with that. And Jar, I wanted to bring this up before we end the episode here. I I what what's the deal here? Are we gonna get the Usai Young shirts this week? Like what what are we where are we at with it? like get the prototypes stuff like that? Because I'm I'm not gonna text the distributor. I don't want to text them anymore. What where where are you stand with that? Should we should we get should we give them to the people this week? Let's announce uh, a visual of the shirt this week. Okay, let's, I'll get that let's, done. I already we'll confirm that, and then yeah. what we want to make it look because we can make it work, whatever we want to make it work. Yeah, and then let's just confirm. Let's have a launch of just like the design. Yeah, get everyone hyped, and then yeah. say official release date coming soon. Yes. Okay, and the. I'm pretty sure all this stuff is going to be shipping on Monday. Yeah. A lot of the yeah, orders so are we, shipping. So we confirmed the first 55 orders or how many, many that there were on the first day uh, should be shipped uh, next week, early next week. Like yeah. Monday or so Tuesday. just so, so, so expect, some, expect some of your gate 14 mm-hmm. here uh, very, very soon. And the, the vlog is going to be out on Wednesday, man. Shout out to Judah, dude. This guy's been grinding. Yeah. For, that like, the preview last... of it. He sent us that preview. I took a look. Yeah, at you it. watched it. You where watched you it. See, where do you see that? On our Instagram. Mm-hmm. On our Instagram. Yeah. He, he, it's th- this is like as professional as it gets. And this yeah. is, he's an 18 year old kid. 
I uh, shout out to Judah, man. Honestly, this he, he's really fucking smashing it out of the ballpark. So uh, expect a really good electric vlog on Wednesday, everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe anyways, even, maybe even Tuesday, man, if it gets done. Whenever yeah, it gets we'll done. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I didn't want to rush him, but when mm-hmm. I told him Wednesday, we want to get it out. But as always, man, love you guys. What a goddamn weekend for the brand. What a goddamn weekend for the Gate 14 listeners, for everyone, man. It was just, it wouldn't be done without you guys. I obviously I tweeted that we made history. I appreciate you guys, everyone that just was involved in this. Love you guys. Gate 14 forever. Let's have ourselves a fucking week. And the next preview you guys are going to be getting, the next episode is before a Yankees series. Does it get any fucking better? Does it get any better than that shit? Let's have a goddamn week, everyone.